0: Hi, I'm Daphne Gardner. And I'm Kate McEdwards. And this is our food arriving from Grubhub. <laughs> In the name of Satan, I place a curse upon you. What movie is this from? I spit on your garage. You did remember to invite some cute boys to the party, I hope.
1: Of course I did. And we're gonna scare the shit out of them. I'm so cold. Is the pizza? You guys think I'm too smart.
0: Come on, I know a professional version when I see one. Points on, Daddy, you want some?
1: What are you waiting for, huh? What are you waiting for? This is our Halloween episode. I'm so fucking excited. <laughs>
0: We live for this month, y'all.
1: Honestly, this was just out of nowhere. We met up today. We had an Aperol spritz. We were like, how are we going to do this? What are we going to do? What is the (laughs) Halloween episode for Ladies Horror Night? It's a lot of pressure to put out an episode in October. Seriously, and frankly, we are both so busy that I was like, we already put aside time to hang out tonight that we're just fucking doing it tonight. We are going to do the coolest Halloween episode on Reboots oh,
0: Okay, okay more more. One more time On Halloween Reboots. Reboots Rob Zombie Versus Danny McBride Versus David Gordon Green Yeah Danny, <laughs> Danny and uh, David Are on the same team But
1: I just think It's Danny, the devil's
0: triangle Brett Kavanaugh If you're not assassinated By the time this episode Comes out Ugh now is this gonna get taken off iTunes? Because yeah, said that. no, I all know right. we may have. Well, who knows? We'll we'll play it's around a, with it. It's a tough time to be a woman right now. It is a shit show out there. So what are we gonna do but watch a movie about a man who kills babysitters? <laughs> There's some catharsis in here. I don't know. Horror movies constantly. I mean, all things now in this era are getting a reboot or a remake.
1: I mean, the last 15 years, if you think about it, yeah. it has been that way. When did this come out? 2007, Two thousand seven. 2007. We're gonna, so yeah. we're going to watch Rob Zombie's tonight mm-hmm.
0: with you. We're all going to watch it together. And then we'll go see the Danny McBride version, which is what I'm just going to call it. Just call it that. Just call it. This. This just call it? Mm-hmm. It's the Kenny Powers version of Halloween. Is remake and reboot the same thing? Is
1: a reboot... Yeah,
0: it's the same thing. Okay, I thought... Yeah, I was confused. It's kinda like how outtakes and bloopers are the same thing, but they sound different.
1: Yeah, it doesn't even matter Who because cares? however we want to use it is
0: exactly how it's going to be. It's used. like the Bronte sisters that made up their own language and their own <laughs> imaginary world. Oh
1: my god. Um, last question, do
0: how do you feel about Rob Zombie? I feel
1: (laughs) loaded question. I don't know. I feel totally fine about him. I'm just like whatever. You know, he does his thing. He's like pretty consistent. He's such like a fan of horror movies. You know, let let him live. Let him live. I I I don't hate on him, but I don't. I'm not really into his movies. So yeah, I would say like love some of the hits. Soundtrack Sound wise Music wise Oh my god You know what I love what he does With sounds I love his sound design His soundscapes (laughs) Have you been to Rob Zombie Sound installation It's fucking cool We are about to watch A feature
0: film Yeah it's long as fuck Oh Oh my god God.
1: Two hours 25% on Rotten Tomatoes definitely in our wheelhouse yeah the lower the rating the better although we should say unfortunately
0: we are being subjected to the director's cut on itunes because we would very much rather indulge in the theatrical release because it's probably like 145
1: but right. rob's got to get his 15 extra in there and just like we don't care about your vision yeah. we just want the vision that a bunch of studio execs wanted, wanted you, you to, to have. have yeah yeah
0: no, let's, let's go to Rob's noise show. It's Rob's two-hour noise I'm show.
1: I'm so excited. I know, me too. All okay. Right. Haddonfield, Illinois, October 31st. It was a rocking year. <laughs> okay,
0: I guess that's supposed to be Lori Strode. She's wearing booty shorts, a tube top, and a
1: crocheted bolero. Yeah, it's 2007. It's okay. No, it's great. She looks hot. It's not Lori. I don't think she plays Lori Strode. She plays Judith Myers. All right, so sweet young Michael
0: is like gorgeous blonde surf hair, he killed a rat, he has an abusive stepdad who thinks he's gay and named Michelle, and now he's getting bullied at school. Hey Mikey, how's your mom doing? You know my old man said that for a buck
1: she'd rub her tits on his face. Shut up. What the fuck oh. did you say, faggot? Mikey's upset. Yeah, totally Ball liquor. Check this out.
0: Wow, everyone in this movie's like fucking gnarly all the time.
1: Everyone's horny. Yeah,
0: Rob Zombie doesn't really mince words.
1: Thank God. Hi, Jim. How are you? Oh my God, who is this? It's Malcolm McDowell with Aviators.
0: He looks like the manager of the birds.
1: Malcolm McDowell will do anything now.
0: I hope you're not squeamish, Mrs. Myers. This is really sick. Are you saying Michael did this? Michael loves animals. You... Jeffrey Dahmer also loved animals. Mrs. Myers typically the thrill of hurting or causing
1: pain to smaller creatures. It's often an early warning sign.
0: Early warning sign for what?
1: For much deeper
0: and bigger problems.
1: Mike Myers broke out of detention, and he's he's
0: on the loose. He's following his bully home, and I think his bully was the boy from Spy Kids. I have to say, this movie moves... Holy shit! Yeah, this movie moves right along. Michael is wearing his little clown mask and just jumped out from behind a tree and is beating the
1: crap out of his bully with a huge stick. (laughs) Honestly, I I don't think this kid is very scary because he's acting so bad. What do you think? What baby Michael Myers? Yeah, yeah, I'm
0: not scared of him. <laughs> he looks like he is the Hollister model. Like he is like that. He has the blonde highlights. I pay hundreds of dollars for. <laughs> and also,
1: I feel like this kid like thinks he's hot. Yeah. Like I bet he's like already got a hand job, like in real life. He's wearing a kiss shirt. I'm honestly on spy kids
0: side right now. I'm like, this blows. Here goes your fucking Rob Zombie circus reference. He fucking loves the circus more than anything. Michael Myers is like, I can't believe no one took me out trick-or-treating
1: yeah he's mad but he's pouting but he's pouting hot it's like he's pouting for the camera I hate this fucking kid
0: he has bee stung lips
1: oh he's I think he's gonna kill his
0: stepdad now I'm on his side that was a really good throat slice and now he's just looking at him in the eyes like yep it was me bitch and they'll never know
1: Oh, no, there's a baby. There's a little baby. Don't do it, Michael. Hey, man, if everyone else is going to (laughs) go, the baby's got to go. Here's where we really learn about Rob Zombie. Does the baby
0: die? Also, the baby has like a beer tab on its little fucking uh, mobile (laughs) above its crib.
1: They're really going all out with trailer trash exploitation. Yeah, but I mean, it's Rob Zombie. That's his oeuvre.
0: Hard times for white trash. That should be, like, the name of all Rob Zombie movies.
1: body was found lying face down in a pool of blood in an upstairs hallway. Apparently, she had
0: been... He didn't kill the baby, guys.
1: Michael has begun to obsess on the construction of these primitive masks. It is the rare
0: occasion that he will allow himself to be seen without one of these. What was the one movie we watched where I was like, because he's, oh, it was Friday the 13th, Part 4, where I was like, Corey Feldman and his mask work, and you teased me for it. But here we are, coming to another young boy, very interested in masks. I don't like you to hide your face. Take it off. He is an (laughs) artiste. Let him express himself. He's definitely way more cocky than Corey Feldman was in Friday the Thirteenth Part Four.
1: He's just a mama's ahead. boy. He wanted his mama all to himself, and that's why he killed everybody. It's very
0: Hitchcockian of
1: him. But please, I mean, if you don't communicate with me, how can I help you? I'm here to help you. I feel an utter failure at the moment, that I, I just can't get through to you.
0: Is his name Malcolm McDowell. <laughs> yes. His name Malcolm McDowell. <laughs> oh my God. He- uh, a clockwork orange oh my god that's him <gasps> oh, oh my, my god. god okay <laughs> i've only seen that movie once and that was
1: all i ever needed to- if he's True. a classic Michael. british artiste
0: actor i guess i just never knew i blocked clockwork out of my head i don't want to fucking see that movie ever again oh my god i love this Michael Myers is going full Slipknot. He has multiple masks. His hair is a fucking mess. Oh no, Sherry Moon, don't kill yourself. It's not your fault. He's the psycho. I mean, you no, she killed herself. <gasps> okay, oh my God, 15 years later. Oh my God.
1: If you do me dirt on this one, I will, I'll fucking hold it against you. Hey, you know you. what? I'll fuck her, you don't want to fuck her? I'll fuck her, I'm right here.
0: Ew. And they're about to rape an inmate.
1: That's the whole story. So the whole story is basically this.
0: Wait, hold on. This is really intense. And I want to just experience it. And then I want to understand the backstory. Because they've now dragged a female inmate in to Michael's chamber. And they're sexually assaulting her in front of him. And we're gonna cut the rape scene out for you because nobody needs to hear that. I don't know what is there to say about a rape scene except it's horrible. I don't know why it was in there. Is it to make us be like, Michael's not that bad? It's just senseless. Plot, plot device. What if they come home early? They're not gonna come home early. Okay, Mrs. Wallace is a lash. They're gonna be out on that getting hammered. Yeah.
1: And I really hate lying. You know that.
0: What are you? Mother Teresa? No. Yes,
1: she is. Look at her. She's like a little angel. She's motherfucking Teresa. (laughs) (laughs) What?
0: Okay, I really enjoyed that scene of the three girls chatting about the little lies they're going to tell because I feel like that's so real. We've all been there. And Deborah Hill, John Carpenter's GF at the time, uh, is credited with a lot of the writing of. original halloween creating the realism of the girls dialogue i think by today's standard it's like pretty stereotypical they're like oh my god i can't do my homework i just want to get laid but i mean like come on who wasn't talking like that in high school but so i was going to ask you of those three girls the one making the devious plan The innocent one being like, no, you guys. Or the one that's like goading her friend on. It's like, just do it. Which one were you?
1: I honestly, I can't even remember, but I feel like I'm an evil plan person. I just am. What about you? you Which one are you? I'm a goody-goody pushover. No
0: I'm like, you guys, we can't smoke weed in my mom's car. We're not. We can't smoke weed in my mom's car. Okay, just a little bit. Okay, roll the windows down. Okay, we all have to chip (laughs) in and buy Febreze. Three months later oh my god we're smoking weed in my mom's car a lot these days wow two months later oh my god i was so high i backed up with the passenger side door open and it bent backwards because i caught it on a pole we'll tell my mom was a hit and run we'll tell my mom was a hit and run don't tell my mom it wasn't a hit and run that was oh my god is your mom school. gonna listen
1: to this and know no, that she it wasn't no. a hit and run she doesn't
0: <laughs> want to learn how to pod, how podcasts work and if she does My mom definitely listens. Kath is going to listen. Kath is going to listen. Kath, don't tell Tony what I just said. (laughs) They're not texting yet. (laughs) I heard about your little cheerleading incident. Yeah, I'm totally famous. (laughs) You're totally a slut. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, today in class, in French class, Mr. LeClaire was totally flirting with me. God,
1: yeah, we, we were conjugating you. the verb to want. Yeah, uh-huh. she's so want you. She's good. Oh, Aw,
0: I love their little friendship. It's so real.
1: Hey, I feel like <laughs> guy's watching us. What guy? The guy over there.
0: Now it kind of feels like he's not just stalking her. He's like, You're my sister. I didn't kill you. Aren't you happy?
1: Hey, hey, freak. Hey, Freak, you want some of the young stuff? You like that? Well, come again. Oh, my
0: it. God. That was definitely one of my friends. Taunting, aggressive men. <laughs> See? I told you. She's a stupid fucking pervert. Total pervert. Cause you guys are crazy. Like, I could have been dangerous. Oh, Literally things I've said. I don't know. Oh, my God. You should date him! <laughs> <laughs> Guys, know I'm gay. I, was, I can't tell you yet, but I'm gay. I'm gay.
1: <laughs> oh hey. no, 5-0. Hey, Mr. Brackett. <laughs> nice furry hat, Mr. Brackett. Thank you. What's up, Dad?
0: I'm on my way home. Anybody want a ride?
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, I'll take a ride. No. <gasps> what? Is that Brad Dorif?
0: I love Brad Dorif. Probably one of the best X-Files episodes of all time, where he plays a serial killer that can read Scully's mind. And he plays Wormtongue in Lord of the Rings doc i'm sorry if i don't sound too concerned but a dead coyote and a a missing headstone doesn't prove anything well i think you're wrong Sheriff. i I think it does prove oh my god brad Dorif, woo me anymore he is like has a beer gut and is dressed as a sheriff he's holding shake shack and like gestulating wildly about a dead coyote ugh i'm hard
1: oh my god yes Doc, I may have been born,
0: but I wasn't born yesterday. I'm sorry, Sheriff. Oh, my God, I <laughs> want a charbroiled burger.
1: Me. I want a charbroil. I want a broiled. Try one more time. <laughs> I want a charbroiled... Char... Broiled. <laughs> can you say it quickly, though? Charbroiled. Damn, no, you can't. Hard. Nobody can.
0: Charbroiled.
1: Char... Wow, fuck.
0: Wow. Now the words don't mean anything.
1: What are you shaking your foot so much for? Just chill out. Hey, you were shaking your foot earlier. I was, oh. You are rubbing your feet together like this. It's
0: disgusting, and I'm sorry. (laughs) I apologize for my behavior. Okay, you know that restaurant that's like,
1: it's
0: like. You're doing it right now. Oh my god, I'm just like moving my toes around. Calm, oh my god. I think you have created quite the masterpiece of a monster off the blood of this town because monsters sell books. Please, just look at
1: this photograph on the cover of the book. All right. Brad Dorif. Okay, do you need to, like, do you, like, need a minute? Yeah. Okay. No, he's just doing exactly,
0: like, Grimo Wormtongue shit. Like, he's doing, he's acting exactly the same. Like, he has one acting style. It's, like... If you like Pinot Noir, you're just always gonna drink Pinot Noir. And Brad Dorf is a beautiful Pinot Noir. Is that Noir. what we're
1: drinking right now? Yeah, because it is. I'm amped.
0: Right? I mean, as far as reboots go, Rob has given us a lot of backstory. And I believe it. It's well paced.
1: When it came out, all the critics were like, yeah, this is decent. Didn't make me hate it. Say it. Oh, fuck yeah.
0: Again. Wow, I didn't have sex in high school But it looks great I know These teens really I know how to fuck say,
1: it's <laughs>
0: They're like professional
1: it's not awkward at all They're yeah. like, I, I know I know what, I turns know what me to on. do
0: <laughs> I think it's that guy from Party Down Like the blonde surfer bro And if oh. it's him, I'm gonna free- Okay, it doesn't really look like him Oh no, and he's just killed So maybe we'll get a better look And it doesn't Yes. It does not. Well, we we're not getting a good enough look. Okay, this girl's topless and she's like fighting back and like trying to defend herself with a knife.
1: She really went all for it. She she ran around the house. She almost got out. She, she kicked went. Him. And, she kicked him. She got a knife. She, she did literally everything you could do. She's doing her due diligence. This is Bracket. What's the nature of the emergency, and who called it in? Stabbing victim call placed by a Lori Strode. He's found her! He's found her! For God's sake! How long is it going to take to get there? It's about ten minutes. Do we have to wait ten real-time minutes for Brad Dorff to get here? It'll be worth the wait. <laughs> Brad
0: knows what to do. OK, so he pulled her out of there, but he didn't kill her on the spot. What's the plan? I mean, we
1: should know the answers to this already. Stay behind me.
0: Yes, Braddorf, I will. Oh, this is good. This is really scary and good.
1: So Malcolm McDowell tried to save her. He saved her for like a minute. And then Michael Myers was like, hell no, and squeezed in his head with his thumbs in his eyes and poured out his brains. And then Laurie had to scramble up a little rat's
0: nest and she's inside the walls kind of. This movie is now suffering from another Rob Zombie trope of the basement hellscape never ends. Like it's just too long. Like I'm bored. I know. Like we were reading Wiki. But somehow now Laurie has a gun and Michael has like a cricket bat. I forgot we're watching the director's cut, so that's probably
1: why Oh the, yeah. That's probably why the indoor The maze studio was like, was like, We need fifty percent less basement hellscape. And Rob was like but I don't I, know if I can do it. I don't know if I can do it, guys. And it was like a big back and forth. There was like it was like a seventy email chain thread (laughs) Rob's agents were like every
0: movie with these basements every movie but listen as someone that was just watching like the cuts of something I directed this summer and was like wow I really overshot this I feel you, Rob (laughs) and so (laughs) Rob was like I may have overshot the attic basement maze scene but I'm gonna use all the footage because the crew worked hard
1: okay can you do your crew voice
0: Okay, here's my, like, Norwegian extra. I can't tell you how long I was in that maze that Rob constructed. It was wild. Really cool, though, for me, you know. know? Sid Hay got in the maze one night, and we just went crazy. We stayed up all night running through the maze. (laughs) We said, Rob, you've got to cut it out of your director's cut. It doesn't make any sense. I think I found a new character. Oh, my God. Okay, so Laurie and Michael fell off the porch, and then she she did a Russian roulette where she just kept trying to shoot him in the face, and then finally one bullet took, and she shot him. Based on a film written by John Carpenter and Deborah Hill. So then it ends where she shoots him
1: it oh was my a weinstein god. movie <laughs> all the Steins.
0: oh my god that's the devil's triangle right there motherfucker what was it
1: harvey, harvey the his Barr, brother and then someone and else some mark Matthew somebody?
0: stein yeah.
1: you could really tell we do our research before these things. yeah right we're like what the fuck <laughs> it's very spooky scary i'm very excited because what we're gonna do tomorrow hell yeah We're going to go to sleep, then we're going to wake up,
0: and then we're going to go see Halloween by Danny McBride
1: and David David Gordon Gordon Green. Green.
0: And we just left the movie theater after seeing Halloween,
1: the 2018 version. We're here, cuddled up on my bed. I loved it. It was so amazing, and we we tend to gush. We love a gush mm-hmm. here at Ladies Horror Night. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna give ourselves thirty seconds to talk about this movie. Okay, so one, two, three, go! Oh my God, Jamie Lee Curtis, you're my hero. My eyes welled up multiple
0: times.
1: um though when she was going through the guns that gave me the chills i didn't think i would love guns so much but like seeing her caress them and tell me exactly what each one did i was like hell yeah everything that
0: danny mcbride wrote in this film was fucking hilarious and it was kind of like an alternate reality eastbound and down and i just never wanted it to end that little kid was definitely the highlight the
1: carved lightning bolt in the gun that her daughter had was fucking amazing I mean, yes, her daughter was amazing, Judy Greer. She was being a little bitch about the wine, you know. Jamie Lee was having a really bad day. Michael Myers just got out of jail. He was being transferred. Like,
0: obviously, you have to have a drink on that day. Yeah, and,
1: and she goes to have a dinner, be with her family, and then she goes to pick up a, a glass of wine. She just wants a glass of Pinot. Like, we all just need to wind down. And Judy Greer is like, oh. Oh, you're really making a big deal out of this. OK, well, we definitely ended the
0: gushing section and then segued into some issues Kate has with her mom and someone telling someone they're not allowed that extra glass okay. of Pinot. OK, what else? What, what else? else? So, well, wait, are we continuing the gushing? Yeah, we still have time. No, Marina cut us off like 20 seconds ago before the whole wine story was over.
1: Oh. <laughs> Yeah, with 30 (laughs) seconds is pretty quick. I mean, I think all the lead female characters were the best part.
0: Oh my God. Yes. It was so empowering. And, like, obviously, as women in horror, we have a complex relationship with the dynamic. But I think what's so cool about this new Halloween is that it's about coming back from trauma and it's about, you know, that your anxieties and your neuroses because of trauma are justified.
1: Right, because nobody believes her
0: exactly, and yeah. her, even her da- And that's what's so sad is like even her daughter is like, "You're crazy." they the world is full of love and happiness, and, and everyone laughed at that part, which was great. Yeah, and, yeah. It, was, and it was like, um, "Have you seen the Kavanaugh hearings?" Anyway, um, so the point is, is it was just really uh, empowering mm-hmm. to feel justified in reactions to trauma and being traumatized and being like yeah that's what it's like it's a fucking nightmare am I gonna go down that road yeah (laughs) and when your attacker killer rapist assaulter whatever gets free when she's sitting in the truck outside the jail watching him get transferred and she's like crying and chugging
1: flu shots I'm like yeah that's exactly how it feels yeah how did you feel about that aggressive beta guy um the friend oh god the dorky devil friend <laughs> yes yeah, that was the biggest audience reaction all at the same time alice and the granddaughter left the party because she saw her boyfriend making out with another chick he tried to gaslight her as she was leaving and he was like she just whispered in my ear and you're going nuts and she was like I saw you kiss her and she actually didn't even get into it she was just like this is over I saw it I believe myself and I'm leaving and I was like fuck yeah also he threw her phone in a fucking bowl of nacho cheese and she didn't even try and take a swipe at him she was like I am done so she leaves the guy who she thinks is her friend who we're gonna call (laughs) the aggressive beta he tries to take her through a shortcut and obviously tries to come on to her he kind of pushed her up against a wall to make out with her and immediately everybody in the whole theater was like "Ugh." (laughs) We
0: know that guy We all fucking know him He is gross
1: I have a question for you Daphne I'm ready What Michael was better And why So first mask Well The mask is the
0: same The mask is the same Because I think Rob Zombie This is a classic uh, Amateur podcaster move I could have looked this up Ahead of time But didn't rob zombie get the rights to use the original mask for halloween 2007 because john carpenter is one of the executive producers on it i'm gonna i'm gonna go with yes i'm gonna gonna say that mask looked pretty fucking similar to me (laughs) so masks were the same mask equal equal i would say the hair on the mask in this new one looks a little more thinning but, you know, it's been 40 years, so... But Michael himself had a little bit of thinning hair, so, you know. The no, mask reflected the man yeah. within.
1: General fuckability.
0: Ew, okay, gross. Um, I don't want to <laughs> fuck either of these people. I choose
1: Brad Dourif. Cool. And the intent to kill... Are like hmm. you know, who's avenging what exactly? Well, I
0: guess in the Rob Zombie one, they really try and explain the backstory, and mm. then it's like he's after his sister, so you're like, All right, I guess that's the goal. And that's scary. But I think in the end, intent
1: to kill feels scarier when you can't explain it. And in this one, they were like, No, that's bull that's a bullshit rumor he isn't trying to kill Lori he's just a psychopath and everyone laughed and that was very cute because I feel like that's something that people have been grappling with since the Rob Zombie one came out because it was like how dare you kind of like give this this killer a backstory that's not what it's about. Like softens the blow for the audience. Well it does because you know that the killer has
0: a motive and you understand the motive and once you understand it, you can start rationalizing right. it. Right, so He's I- an abuse victim. He's going after people because of this and that. Whereas a motiveless killer, Which is the whole idea behind Michael Myers, as far as I understand, that it's a nameless, faceless evil, nothing but moving, walking evil. And in a way, he can symbolize so many things Mm -hmm. um, that without a motive, it's like even more terrifying because it's like you're not excused from it. It doesn't matter if you're related to him or not. It doesn't matter if you're good or bad if you pay your taxes or not right. it just if you're in the way you're in the way and that's really fucking scary because then you can't justify being safe right. ever so thank god you don't have a closet with a door because i am just getting more scared than i explain <laughs> how we could all be getting murdered
1: but you know we're wrapping it up with the, the laurie are we talking about laurie of it all the lorry of it all i mean who wore it better We, we, it's, there's no comparison. There's no comparison, you know, in terms of survival instincts, their ability to sense evil. Like, Jamie Lee Curtis is so. She is Laurie. But what they
0: did was they really set up a compelling and relatable female protagonist obviously laurie in rob zombies was awesome and we love her because she really fucking i want to just give her her due that actress did an amazing job she was fucking escaping the hell out of that crazy cabin basement circus house but it, it to me it's like you can't get any better than Jamie Lee and what I think this movie did that we really want to see so much is intergenerational female relationships you know and and understanding like family dynamics and feeling real like the family dynamics between Judy Greer and Jamie Lee Curtis were so real that my sister and I were sitting there being like that's basically us and our mom
1: Mm -hmm. You know, like the way
0: she deals with her trauma is projecting it on us. And like I could relate to Judy Greer in a lot of those scenes. And Judy Greer and her daughter. Right. And it's like I can relate to both of them in a way where it's like I don't want to deal with your bullshit. Don't put it on me. And yet I'm the most neurotic person in the world. I'm dealing with it but also projecting it onto other people around me.
1: And really the pinnacle of the movie was them all looking down on Michael in the basement knowing that they had trapped him, you know, and they did it together. Nothing. Group effort.
0: <laughs> Group effort. I mean, there's nothing more rewarding than that because let's say you get to the end of, I don't know, a slasher that I love to tell everyone to watch, you're next. And you have this incredible female protagonist who overcomes all these odds and uses her wits to survive, but she's alone. And in this one, there's not a final girl. There's three women that avenge their, you know, avenge the
1: man that's been terrorizing Right. It's them. three women, but three women of the same... Ilk. like it's like they yeah. are each other I, and well, I no, love totally that. totally all right so now we want to pay respects to another strong female character who was behind the scenes on the original Halloween producer Deborah Hill we have more to thank you for than we even realized you really were a powerful force behind our favorite movie yeah Deborah was a first-time producer on this film she encouraged
0: John Carpenter to cast Jamie Lee Curtis who was not his first choice She wrote all the dialogue for the female characters. And remember the scene where Laurie and Annie are smoking weed in the car after they see her dad?
1: What's the matter with you? I think he knew, I'm sure he could smell it. No, he didn't. Did? See the look on his face? (laughs) He always looks like that.
0: Well, Deborah directed that scene when John and her realized that they needed a shot to show the sun setting and that night was taking over for the rest of the movie. She came up with the idea for the sequence where Michael Myers puts on a bedsheet and Linda's dead boyfriend's glasses to trick her into thinking that he's him. And on top of all this, she and John Carpenter were breaking
1: up while filming this movie. That's really brutal. If you look at all the behind the scenes photos of her, she looks like so relaxed, she's having the best time. Talk about a professional. To end, after the first day of filming, Deborah
0: Hill told John Carpenter, why don't you give Jamie Lee a call? Let her know how great she was. And he did. And Jamie Lee Curtis said that no director has ever done that for her since. Bosses
1: don't do that enough. No. Positive reinforcement. And clearly Deborah Hill is a good fucking boss. So. Hell yeah. Always in our hearts. Love you, Debs. So thanks for tuning in, everyone, and happy, happy Halloween! Halloween.